Right. We've had these guys on a lot before. Absolutely love them. They've got a brand new single out at the moment called Waves. It is Scotty from Slacker. How you doing? Hey, Simon. How's it going? Thanks for having me back on the show. I'm good, man. How are you? Yeah, it's, it's all right. I mean, we're starting to ease, ease now, aren't we? We can go indoors and live music is making a very small comeback, which it's like I want to get onto because with you guys, that was kind of your life, wasn't it? I mean, you, how many shows did you do in a year? Like hundreds. Oh, yeah. I mean, from 2018, when we started, basically, we, I mean, really, it, the whole thing started in 2018. Like, um, I mean, you, you, you guys were the first radio station to play our first single in uh, 2018. And uh, yeah, we, from 2018 to just before lockdown in uh, March 2020, we'd done 276 shows, I think it was. Um, so festivals, uh, just touring up and down the country. And then, yeah, like you say, um, lockdown, uh, COVID happened and nothing. nothing. <laughs> Bleakness. Because, yeah, because I, I do love it because your, like, tour poster, like, posts on Facebook. Like, normally a band would put up and they get, like, maybe six or seven dates. Yours are, like, double screens. It's, like, 40 odd dates. It's, like, yeah, basically, if, if we could set up somewhere, we're playing. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean we've like we've been really fortunate that um, <clears throat> a lot of the places we were going to play um, have asked us back. Some new places have uh, have, have asked us uh, to come and play. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's gone as long as everything stays open. We're we're hopefully going to be back to um, yeah. I think we've got about fifty shows until the end of the year so far. And that's the thing is that's not even fully booked yet. That's literally like um, June. I mean, we're doing uh, one this weekend up near Leicester, um, which is like an outdoor socially distanced one. And then like June, July, August, September, October, they're all really, really busy. November, there's still stuff coming in for that. December, still stuff coming in. Um, yeah, so it's been, uh, it's, 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 I'm just so glad it's kind of gone back to it because it was our life. I mean, it is, it is still our life, just, you know, being a live touring band. Um, so yeah, when it all sort of stopped, it was, um, uh, well, the same for everybody. Everyone was in the same boat. Just life stopped, didn't it, basically? Yeah, and I'm glad it's starting to go again. But did you did you manage to do any socially distanced gigs, like in that first weird break that we had, where you could do things, but you still couldn't do things, that weird bit? Yeah, we did. We actually managed to play. Um, uh, we did. We managed to do some really cool things. We went to one of our favourite venues. Um, so I'm going to give Graham and the guys at the Cobblestones a shout out um, because in August in that break we did the first socially distant show um, which was uh, the weirdest experience yeah. um, because we were the, the venue they brought everything out of the venue and put it into like I suppose you'd call it the beer garden of, of the place but it's just it's the big garden next yeah. to the venue and um, yeah it was all just set up kind of like under a tarpaulin and stuff i mean it was it was hot it was the summer so it was, it was really really cool um and so you see groups just so much distrust between people sort of spread out like around the uh the the, the open space and uh yeah that was um it was kind of nice because when when we started playing when the other bands started playing as well um you could kind of see people kind of talking across to each other and there's like kind of almost this sense of like a community and kind of coming together that had been like kind of missed and not kind of the as i know the awkward distrust between like oh you know we're going to spread this can't get near each other it kind of went which was i i didn't expect it to i thought everyone was just going to kind of 
yeah, be terrified standing still like upright um but yeah it, it that was cool and then after that we were lucky enough to do well the place we're going to uh near leicester we did one of theirs in september um which was another one next to the venue they've just got a big space so they just yeah. put set the stage up like they set a stage up outdoors for it and um yeah that went really well that was that was sold out um which was really nice. I mean, a limited capacity, yeah, yeah, sold yeah. out uh, and sort of things. And uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did a couple, a few more. We did one in London, which was really well done. And they literally had an intermission in the middle of the acts, so like three played, and an intermission. Everyone had to leave the venue, and they sprayed it around with, like uh, disinfectant and stuff. And then everyone went back in. And we played again. And we did um, the Stakeout Studios. We did a really cool. Um, uh, like full live stream in the recording studio there so it's kind of mm -hmm. like the bbc live sessions and i like this uh we did a that acoustic session for you guys at yeah. the um yeah. At, yeah so it's like that so we've done a few a few things how does it because obviously slacker is all about the energy the tracks are about the energy when we've seen you live it's all about the energy when you've got a social distance crowd who can't interact with each <laughs> other and a lot of places you had to sit down that was the rules when you had to sit at a table you weren't yeah. that, like how is that for a pop punk band who kind of feed off the energy of the crowd? You're going, yeah, yeah. And then there's this people that are going, yep, cool. Yep. Like, how was how that as, as being on stage, just going, you know they can't do more, but you want them to do more. And you know that they want to do more, but they're kind of stuck. Well, that's it. You can, you can literally, you can see, I mean, when we did the London show, it's like, this is um, October, um, uh, October last year. And... I just remember, like, it was all you could kind of see, like, security and people kind of getting a bit on edge about it because it's, uh, it was at the Amisham Arms, which is a big event, like, pretty sizable. Like, they could run it at a limited capacity and it was okay. Yeah. And, and their table service and seating and all that. And you could just see everyone in there because it was packed out, basically, again, which was, which was amazing. And you could just see, like, there was a front row of, like, I could just see this, like, Front row was pushed way further back than like a normal front row. <laughs> I can see these girls at the front, and they're all kind of like you could just sit and like halfway through they just start you know screaming and cheering, and then everyone else kind of joined in screaming and cheering. You see, like the um, I mean, I made some bad jokes. It's like right, this is the last song. Everyone get up and throw your fucking chairs around. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, oh, I can't say the uh, throw your chairs around, and um. Yeah, the, you could see security again. No, 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 no. No yeah. one is to get up. No one is to throw any chairs around or have any fun. Um, so I think we just gave it a bit more on stage and just made sure we were having a great time. Yeah. And just tried to tried to just entertain everybody because it sucked so much being stuck inside. The last thing you wanted to see is a. I, if it was me, I wouldn't want to go and see a band who weren't giving it everything to like try and at least lighten. You know the the horrible atmosphere that's been over the, the country and the world basically for the last year what, what's, what's been happening i thought i've been oblivious have you, have you been living under a rock have you? yeah have you, always, have you always lived like this simon yeah everything's fine i don't you know <laughs> no one's been coming out of house i love it is, is that part of the deal with voice fm they keep you in the studio you're not yeah. allowed to see anybody you're not allowed to leave once you once you're in that's it they lock the door behind you oh man well i mean you're doing a great job for someone who's been socially distanced all this time <laughs> But uh, uh, this is really random, but I remember there was a there was a story in the news. It must be like two months into the first lockdown, and the police went to a house party, and the people generally tried to claim 
that they didn't know COVID was happening after two months. So I was like, so no one in that group had been to a shop, had a job, had watched the news, had listened to the news, had turned on the radio. I was like, shut up. You, there's no way after two months of lockdown that there, there were 15 people. Then not one of those people had gone, you know what? I heard this thing on the radio. They said something about, uh, Coro- co- 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 I don't know, it began with a C. And like, they said something about masks and like hospitals. I don't know. Something, something weird. They probably, they probably thought it was like a special deal on it, as the for beer and like <laughs> Halloween masks and parties. And yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a fancy there's, dress party and Corona's on special offer. <laughs> yeah, one hospital visit, please. It doesn't, like, there's, <laughs> there's, there's, no, there's no way. There's no way that people didn't know. After two months, oh, like how 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 is that even a plausible excuse? Like, yeah, every social media, like everyone was just going, "Well, this sucks." And then well, it's like the apocalypse outside. There's nobody yeah. on the streets. <laughs> yeah, it was. Like, I used to go cycling like, in the first lockdown, like in the like June sort of time, because it was quite quite nice weather in the evenings. I was cycling yeah. in Portsmouth, and I was going up and down Eastern Road at like seven o'clock at night. And there, I, the one night I saw two cars at yeah. seven o'clock at night. That road would be traffic jam. I was like, "You, how could you yeah. be like? Well, this thing's a bit strange. I'll just keep going." <laughs> <laughs> was like, every every day is a Sunday evening. Yeah, it's just yeah, bizarre. That was that was the worst excuse. Like, didn't know, just didn't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so you guys are, have been like. It's quite good because there's quite a lot of bands that we've, that we've been supporting. And it's nice to see a lot of them are still kept busy, especially like the socials yeah. and things like that. But you've done really well as well because you've got um, some national radio play on Kerrang, which is amazing. Like, yeah, that, that's that was insane. Yeah. And then also yeah, Rock's they, they, album picked you up as well. Yeah, for the latest single. Yeah, they picked us up for that. Yeah. That's incredible because like, I remember being like a teenager buying Rock's album just because you used to get those free mix CDs. That was that yeah, was yeah, what yeah, I right, used yeah. to go for, all the posters. Uh-huh. that's how i filled my room with rock sound posters yeah i mean it's it's it's, it's like that was all great like the the kerrang thing that was um for our, our last single before waves um uh playing with fire um that came out in early march and um we already knew in like mid-february they were going to play us yeah um and uh i was just like that's amazing you know it's kerrang we always wanted you know then I'm listening to the, um, I was, uh, I was sat with my dad and I was listening to it on my phone. And I was just like, dad, he says he's going to, he, you know, he's saying he's going to play it. And I, I wasn't going to listen to it because I was just like, oh, say so they, they don't like it or they don't say anything. Like, they don't say anything. That's worse. Like, I was like, oh, you know what? I, I'm going to, I'm going to be a big, brave boy and I'm going to sit and listen. Um, my dad was like, let's have a listen then. Let's see. So I was like, all right, put it on. And, uh, because okay coming up next it's gonna be blah 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 slacker and i was like okay cool you know he's acknowledged we're gonna be on this is this is great and um basically he's like and our featured artist of the week and i was like featured artist of the week <laughs> it's like it's slacker we're playing five it's like featured artist of the week just like sent kate and joe she's like what is going on yeah. like, that was amazing yeah so that that was uh yeah that's an uh, incredible um Could you imagine- dream of ours can you imagine if you just gone and this is slacker? What was that? Oh, oh moving <laughs> yeah, on, moving right. on. You know, I, I'd, I'd have, I'd have been like, yeah, no, fair enough, fair play. <laughs> I, I understand what you're saying. I understand the hate for my band. Yeah, I mean, I have the same thing. <laughs> what the hate for your own band? Oh god, yeah, yeah, completely. 
Yeah. And also, yeah, so Roxanne picked up the new single as well. That's that's got me like another dream. That's where another thing just ticked off the list, isn't it? That's amazing. Like it's just then the, the the nicest thing is the the review they gave for it was um was was phenomenal. I mean, we had some amazing reviews from like uh, on the house, um, Roxanne obviously, uh, New Noise magazine gave us a, a sparkling you know uh, review of the new single, and yeah, Roxanne just you know. So, you know, two singles in a row go on to, um, because the single before that we had um, The Current, that was that was played on the BBC. Um, and uh, well, actually the other two were on, uh, on BBC Kent as well. Um, but to have something like, in a, you know, like you say, it's like rock sound and Kareng, you just kind of like, that's kind of the ones you're really hoping for. Um, so yeah, that was, that was absolutely phenomenal. Um, just no words, really. Yeah, it is it, just, because like, like when I was obviously I, I grew up listening to metal and punk and everything like that, and Kerrang was always like the top dog. Like when yeah. it came to like Kerrang's opinion, you were like, "Well, uh, I I will listen to what they say. If they say it's good, then it's good because like they know yeah. what they're talking about." So to get played on that, when I saw that, I was like, "Yes!" I was just so happy that they they. they oh, thank you. Yeah, um, it's, it's like I said when you sent me a message at the time, I was just like. Dude, you were the first one to play a song radio, uh, so so technically this is all your fault. <laughs> yeah, I'll take I'll, I'll take that as a as as my fault. Getting played on Kerrang, <laughs> it's not bad, is it? Because um, obviously, so, so now, like I said, you've got these these like quite I would say quite big things for a band getting played on you know national radio play, you know national publications. What like? Do you have goals as a band, like things you want to achieve, like ven maybe venues you want to play or, you know, stations you want to get played on? Have you got things like that in mind, especially with with what is happening, you know, getting Koran, getting Rock Sound, you know, the BBC support as well? Have you got certain things set up now that you're kind of like, well, we've actually achieved this. This next step isn't actually out of reach anymore. I, I, I think when we started the band, uh, I think it's like, I would assume it's the same with anyone who starts a band. It's like, oh, wouldn't it be great if we could get this and this and this and this? And so, you know, we had all these things. It's like, wouldn't it be amazing? I think one of the first things is like, oh, he sort of said, wouldn't it be amazing if we can get some radio airplay? And then you kind of played us on Voice of them. And then we got BBC, like with the first single after that. I was like, okay, we did not expect that. And then everything opened up. It's like, wouldn't it be amazing if we could tour? And then off of the back of that, we started touring. We were just like, yeah. Wouldn't it be really cool if we could play um, uh, like like a festival, like a you know nothing major, like a, a small festival would be would be really cool. And the next thing we're headlining one of the stages at the Isle of Wight Festival. That's a small yeah. festival. I've not heard this of that is, one. Where is that? Can, yeah, it's just down the road or something. And um, Isle of Wight, you say? Yeah, yeah. Don't ring a bell. Some some guy called Jimi Hendrix played there once, had a guitar or something. Yeah. Who was he? And, um, yeah, so, so, that, so that happened. And then we were just, and then after that, um, we had Rebellion lined up and we were kind of like, wow, okay. Um, we're just going to keep, you know, wouldn't it be great if we got in, I don't know, you're thinking, you know, Wildest Dreams is kind of like, okay, cool, we've had BBC. Wouldn't it be amazing if we could get Kerrang! or Rock Sound or something like that? And then it happens, and you just kind of like, okay, well, here, here are our really big dreams that we had. It's like, you know, we'd love to do Slam Dunk. We want to do Reading. Um, you know, we were, we were going to be going over to Europe before um, all the lockdowns. So we had two European tours cancelled. I mean, that was, you know, a big thing for us is playing live and touring yeah. a lot. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, bigger festivals. Um, yeah, I, I think I think now with sort of uh, you know again sort of touring abroad um, and just yeah, in terms of venues, just you know because we you know we we started off playing in small basements and we still will like there's a couple of shows that are coming up on the upcoming tour that we're just like yeah we, you know we will come back and play for you guys because we wouldn't have been able to do all this other really cool stuff if it wasn't for the people yeah. that had supported yeah. us to start with um you know i'm not saying we are the biggest band in the world we've just been able to do some really amazing things that we didn't expect you know yeah. we wanted but we didn't expect so um yeah, like bigger venues, we'd love to get on some, like, you know, we'd love to support the Foo Fighters. We're just waiting for Dave Grohl to give us a call. <laughs> you know I mean? I've got his number. Oh, God. Oh, did you yeah. put in a word? He doesn't seem to reply to my messages. I don't know why. That wasn't Dave from down the pub, was it? No, he said he was Grohl. He had the beard. Oh, yeah. Well, he had a guitar, but he couldn't sing. So I did think it was a bit strange. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, so, like, goals now for us is just, you know, um finding a home for the next record would, would be nice um you know we, we we signed to our management company uh in the states back in uh i think it's january um which is great they've had dealings with like uh fort for your strong abandoned by bears um and and various you know other bands and the, the people we've been speaking to recently has been really really interesting really really cool um yeah just i, I just think playing some bigger festivals with, you know, bigger bands and just, just getting out, getting music out there spread to, you know, a wider audience. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, really, it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel quite within our grasp, but it doesn't, because of the things that have happened when we thought they weren't going to happen, it's kind yeah. of like, maybe, 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 who knows? Yeah, I think that's where, where you guys are at, because you kind of reached this, this sort of level i think it's it's through just the sheer weight of the work you were putting in because like you were just on tour constantly just putting in the effort putting getting the singles out you know the production is at to a high level as well on, on the, all the records as well like you put a lot of effort in and it is now starting i think obviously pay pay off quite substantially and yeah i i don't think these things are out of reach anymore like it would it's, it's it would be amazing if it happened um if if it doesn't we've had the amazing stuff that's happened has been yeah. absolutely phenomenal um and we're just you know we, we are we're hopeful i mean the, the whole thing with slacker the whole message behind all of our songs as you probably know is like there's always hope within like every single song um you know it's uh pretty much everything we write touches various subjects but you know the main message of the band is you know stay strong stay hopeful there's you know light at the end of the tunnel and um you know, and we, I, you know, we, uh, we kind of, you know, we do live by that. We're always, you know, very hopeful, optimistic yeah. people. And I mean, especially after the year we've had, like, we, um, we managed to go in and do like our second album yeah. um, and do some socially distant shows, and uh, you know, get the, like the BBC live sessions that we did. That was how our management discovered us. We did uh, two BBC live sessions back in October, and um, yeah, just you know, that that got posted out, and that was uh, how they picked us up. So yeah, it's um, I'd, I'd like to say the sky's the limit, but you know, fingers crossed. Let's see, yeah. let's see if anything else crazy happens. No, I, I love that. That I think that is a perfect way to end it as well. Just on that optimistic note, there is always hope. I think after the year we've had, that's all we that's all we can really hope. I like, have at the moment is just a little bit of hope that things are getting back to normal, places are starting to open back up. 
music is coming back live, which has been a big thing for me. Not being not being able to go to a gig is just that's killed me because like that was my life. So like, uh, is, yeah, okay, I can. But like, we've met like over the past. Uh, I mean, if you don't count last year, cause, you know, we couldn't get out anyway. Yeah. We've made so many, so many people that we now call friends who were just interested in our band, and we're eternally grateful for that. So, but we haven't seen those people that we'd usually be like within a couple of months. Yeah, we'd be seeing them again, or we'd bump into them somewhere, or we'd be back playing the venue, and we'd see these, you know, fans who are now friends, and you know, meeting new people all the time um so yeah it's like i feel that man it's been terrible like because we used to go to shows as well we always go yeah. to like the local shows uh when we weren't on the road and check out bands so yeah not only do we miss playing them but going to see friends bands or you know just just other upcoming bands yeah but that, yeah perfect way to end it just there is hope the single is out now the the second album have we got a date on it yet or is it still finishing at the moment <laughs> Uh, this is summer, end of summer, I think is going to be ended summer. Yeah, we haven't got a definitive date. No, you've got me. We haven't got a definitive date. It's coming out this year. Nice and vague. Summer sometime. Uh, but yeah, summer. we summer love having you on, Scotty. We, I love Slacker. Always have done. I mean, the first time I heard Perf- um, Close to Perfect, I was like, done. Loved it. Oh, and then so much, been man. a fan ever since. So thanks so much for coming back on. And we will see you at, on a stage uh, sometime very soon. Certainly will, man. Thank you very much. And thanks for all the support you've always given us, buddy. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Cheers, buddy.